Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. They're also an award-winning Remax office. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to figure out your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. And we're back one more time. And we're going to start with a question to Mr. Terry Wiley. Terry, where's the, where's the playground, Susie? If you old people get that. <laughs> there you go. The Glenn Campbell song. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, our playground is going to be on uh, Balboa Beach. And we're very fortunate that the Hot Springs Village Evening Lines have stepped up. They're having, I believe it's their 50th anniversary, and they're really looking forward to, to doing something for the community. So uh, where we kind of started out and thought we were going to have the beach isn't kind of or the playground isn't where it's going to be now. We started out with it going to be on the uh, beach kind of next to the pier and where the uh, quote unquote dog area is where people are allowed to take their, their pets and dogs on the beach. But uh, we kind of put it out there and we had a lot of community feedback with some better options. And uh, uh, one of the things we really like to do is listen to the folks that, that live here. And, and they came up with some better ideas, uh, got with Kelly and the evening lines. So basically in that area, Right next to the beach, we added another shade shelter, and thanks to the Evening Lines, they're the ones who funded that and got that going for us. And uh, they also funded the. the um, we just purchased a uh, a high dollar top of the line volleyball system, so that's going to go there. It's going to be one net, and, and that's going to be right next to the beach. And then everything else, all the playground equipment and the uh, the permanent bago stuff that they had talked about putting in is going to be pushed back to the opposite end of the beach. If, if you're going down that driveway and right where the concrete ends, if you look to the right where we have a kind of an additional boat ramp area, mm -hmm. we're going to knock some trees down there, kind of make it look nice and put the park over there where it kind of stays away from the water. It's two separate areas. And we think that's going to be a good place for it. What a great idea. And, and I, I tell you so. what, kudos to the lions. Yes. I mean, wow. You talk about having vision and grace about things. That is fantastic. What are we going to do for our 50th anniversary? We're going to get back and make it a nicer place. <laughs> exactly. Wow. I tell you what, at this playground, they're doing things. And I know right now they already have, they've raised enough money to buy a swing set, a merry-go-round, merry one of those climbing geodome things, and uh, the slide uh, variety play set. I mean, that's $20,000, $20,000 that... In a short period of time, they've been able to raise for, for these projects. So they're, they're incredible. We've been waiting on that dome thing that you can climb and hang upside down, man. Yeah, yeah. we have. Dennis yeah. and I have been waiting on that. Okay, Dennis, who, who is this that we're talking to? We are talking to Terry Wiley. And I was going to say when you and I were kids, uh, Randy, when you and I were kids, we got a stick 
and the occasional <laughs> rock. We, uh, yeah, stick in a can. Stick in a can. Yeah. But Terry Wiley, Terry, tell us what you do, man. What do you do for the POA? Well, I am the director of Parks and Recreation, and, and in Parks and Recreation, we wear a lot of hats. Uh, basically, we have everything from um, all the landscaped areas at the gates with our parks and grounds crew to all the racket sports like tennis and pickleball to the fitness center to the Coronado Center to the concerts at the Woodlands to all the parks, uh, 32 miles of trails, uh, restaurants whenever they're with the POA are now in parks and recreation. <laughs> we just opened up Waypoint this month, uh, Marina Dock Slips, all the beaches. I, I can go on forever with what we do. Heck, I can't even remember half the time. I have to have to look at my job description on every Wednesday to make sure I covered everything. Well, I'm sorry. When you say parks and recreation, I'm thinking, wow, this sounds like fun. And all that other stuff you talked about sounds like work. Hey, it, it does all work. But I learned a long time ago, business is business no matter what you're doing. You can sell shirts or do parks and rec. It's still the same principle. So I couldn't find anything that was just labeled fun. <laughs> This is not that they would pay you for not, not that they would pay you. Yes. Yes. We're way older than you and we haven't found it either. So <laughs> All right, good I deal. would tell you that there's hope, but there is no hope. We're still looking. Yeah. I've looked <laughs> into you. this whole work thing and, and it, it, it's a, uh, yeah, there's, there's uh-huh. no good conclusion. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't end out. It doesn't end out well. Well, our so, department <clears> covers a lot of areas that we have 15 cost centers. We have a little over a $3 million budget and 79 employees. So by the way, that I covers wanna... everything from uh, seasonal workers to part-time workers to full-time staff. And Randy, he said this to me the other day. We, he mentioned like three and a half million dollars. And I went back through and I thought, this, 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 this. And you know, initially you're like three and a half million. Wow. Yep. And then I went back through the pieces and I'm like, how do you possibly do all this for three and a half million dollars? <laughs> it adds I mean, up in a hurry for sure. Like, tell me the scope. I mean, what, what do you do? How does your day log out? What do you do? You come in and start with a and work to zebra. What do you do? Well, you, you always go by the classic, uh, what you learn in high school, make a list. I think that's what your guidance counselor told you to do. I've kind of stuck with that, uh, but it's always priorities and kind of what's coming down the line and planning, but our day could start anywhere. I mean, you could literally have a typical day of, um, getting your grounds crew out to fix a washout at a trail talking about outdoor rec team about getting uh, the Waypoint restaurant open that day, running to pick a ball to make sure the, the court refinish is going okay. And then, heck, you still got a concert at the Woodlands that night to get to. It can be, you know, then that's one of the things I love about this job. It's the challenge of the job is also what makes it fun. It's not, it literally is uh, not to say the same old thing everyone says, but it really literally is not the same thing every day. We have so many different it covers everything from sports to arts. I mean, you can't beat it. Where'd you grow up, Terry? Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, was Look there my you. whole life until I moved here. Uh, I, want, I was going to, I held that back from you, Randy. I was going to tell you <laughs> that in a minute, but I was like, yeah, he's, he's got some stuff to tell you, Randy. Yeah. yeah I got, I'm, a, I'm a Cowtown guy. I even, uh, not only was I born and raised there, I, when I was fortunate enough to play ball in college and I played in at Texas Wesleyan and Went to TCU also, uh, so that was some good times. Uh, learned a lot playing ball in school. It's kind of wh- how I got my foot in the door. When I first got out of college, I started out coaching and then went from there to getting parks and recreation. Now, what kind of ball are we talking, baseball? I play baseball, yeah. 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 I was uh, I played third base when we are really good and shortstop when we are really bad. I think if you know what baseball means, <laughs> you probably understand what I mean. Uh-huh. 
Uh huh. Well, I see the Dirk, I see the Dirk jersey in the back. So. Oh my gosh! If you call me Dirk, that can be my nickname. I'm fine with it. <laughs> okay, we're skipping to the lightning round now. We know what your your nickname is now. That that's the cheating. That's, cheating. that's the one he wants. He didn't <laughs> say that's that's the one he had. That's the one he yeah. Wants. yeah, that's the one he wants. I was at when I was at bad at opposing places in different colleges. I it wasn't. I was never Terry Wiley. It was always Willie. Just to. Just to get under your skin. They, they can never do it right, even though they knew. So how'd you get out of Fort Worth, Texas to Hot Springs Village? Well, actually, my parents lived here about 20, 25 years ago. And that's how I knew about the place. Uh, I used to come out and visit them. And uh, back in the day when I thought I was a good golfer, I, I golfed a whole lot. Realized I wasn't, but it was still fun. So I kind of always had this place in the back of my mind as a place I wanted to settle down. And when my wife and I we had the opportunity to do it. It was like, Hey, now's the time if we want to make the move. So we're fortunate. Everything's worked out great, but, uh, known about a place for a long time. And just, you always know it's there and you visit it so much. And heck now my friends come down and they, you know, they're kind of doing the same thing I did 20 years ago. They have this in the back of their mind. So you got into the park and rec game. How? I, basically from coaching. That's when I started out after I got out of college in 95, I, you know, my first, actually my very first job, I was a recreation director at a prison and, uh, I did that for a year and believe me, that was enough. Uh, it was, uh, it was interesting. I learned a lot and, uh, I was glad to get out. Almost you feel like you're locked up, but, uh, it was really beneficial because I learned a lot about people doing that. You can learn people in a prison, uh, you know, human nature and stuff. And then I, I was offered right when the reason I got out of it, I wanted to, then I got offered a coaching job at Wayland Baptist University. So I coached baseball there for three years and uh, then just made the transition to where I was the athletic superintendent of the city of Fort Worth. That's awesome. So, so yeah. come back to me now. And I want, I always want to paint this picture when I know the picture, I want to paint the picture. Well, we've got this guy, he does parks and tourism, parks and rec, and he, he puts on some concerts and he kind of organizes the, the pat, the backyard event, the back patio event. And he, mm -hmm. he kind of, they, they put flowers up and whatever, but you know, <laughs> where did we get him from? What, what was he doing before we, where, what gutter did we drag him out of? Right. <laughs> so, and what I want people to know is Terry, right. tell me a little bit about working with the uh, city of Fort Worth and what exact, how many centers did you have there and what did you do? Man, at Fort Worth, I had, uh, I believe it was 15 community centers that was all part. And I was mainly involved with youth sports. And, but then it was, it was basically athletic and base, you know, all the adult sports uh, facilities, Gateway Park, which is National Turf uh, softball facility. Just kind of really cool, amazing stuff. Uh, but a lot about Fort Worth was uh, uh, lower economic, I guess, is where all my community centers were. They didn't put uh, community centers in South Lake, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of learning uh, how to deal in that environment. So it was just really great experiences. Um, heck, operating. I never knew anything about a swimming pool, but I ended up having nine swimming pools in Fort Worth. So uh, the really white kid who was afraid of the water, all of a sudden had a certified pool operator's license. <laughs> So, but that was one thing I didn't miss. Actually, now I'm back in the pool business. I never thought I'd be back in it, but. Uh, and, and you buy several thousand pounds of chlorine at a time. Is that right? Oh my gosh. We love chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> we love chlorine and chemicals. So let me paint for people. And I'm just trying to fill in the blank. Cause I know we don't answer all the questions we try. Okay. But So for example, when we talk about waterworks and, and public works and so forth, that's Jason, right? That is Jason. That is correct. 
so but when it's when it's public you know when we're we're talking about the pool or the any of those things that that's your department so now you guys do y'all put on concerts or how do you do this we do. We put. We have our own concerts that we put in where we negotiate our own contracts and go find our own bands. And then I also work closely, <laughs> excuse me, with all the organizations in the village that put on shows, whether it be the VCA, the Community Foundation, the Symphony Guild, or even our private organizations, uh, community organizations like Cedar Mountain Singers or Village Crowd. We, we put around around 40 to 45 shows a year at the Woodlands. Now, uh, Randy, Randy does this to me all the time. What is the VCA again? Because not everybody is going to know what that is. See, he does I got that you. Too. That is the Village Concerts Association. And they've been here. They've been here putting on shows since uh, probably when I was playing ball at Texas Wesleyan a long time ago. <laughs> uh, so we really work close with them. They do about six, five to six bands a year. And we do four to six on, on the POA side. And then all our other organizations kind of fill in. Uh, and, and don't mean to leave out the players because they listen to that. And I, if they listen to this and I leave it out, they'll, that phone will be ringing pretty quick. <laughs> but they do a lot of plays, and they're a really cool organization that, that do both stuff at, at Coronado Center and at the Woodlands Auditorium. And, and just for ballpark, just for ballpark, mm-hmm. I want to bring in a concert. I want to, we're going to have Dennis Simpson and friends. Come on, Randy, we're going to sing. You ready? Come on, Randy. <laughs> he's he's, he's yeah, wagging well, me off. Number one, go. there'll be no tickets sold. So that <laughs> it'll be a losing proposition right out of the gate. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> but how much would the Woodlands cost me for a night? I want text. I would just, you know, our church is going to put something together and we right. just want to use it. A good average, I would say, is $1,750. That that kind of big concerts cost a little bit more, and smaller local concerts cost a little bit less. But when you put it all together, do your simple math, about $1,750 is what it costs for uh, a local organization or a member to rent that facility and take advantage of our top-notch tech team. We sell the tickets. We kind of do all the work on that end, uh, so it's very reasonable. Um, I mean, like everything else that, that we do, we're subsidized. So, uh, the reality of it, it costs about $6,700 to put on a show. So, uh, you know, every organization, they get a really good deal to, to be able to so, do that. So you say we cost $6,700. You're obviously are figuring in the burden cost. I've got to pay the lights. I've got to pay the building. I got to pay my people. Yada, right. yada, 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 yada. Exactly right. Sure. I got it. I got it. That makes sense. Right. So, you know, your burden cost, which is a fantastic. Yeah, we, we know what it costs. And, uh, you know, it, it's just like everything in parks and recreation. Sometimes somebody a long time ago before, or, you know, by the time I was getting born, decided that this place was going to be a la carte with the amenities. Yeah. So obviously when you're a la carte with your amenities, no amenity is going to pay for itself with only the people who use it. You know, it's, it's almost impossible. So yeah. it takes the subsidy from everybody to make it work. No, absolutely. And I understand exactly what you're saying. So, but, but, but how many seats are going to be in the, in the woodlands? Uh, 654 seats, 654 seats. So for a night for under 2000 bucks, I could read a 650 seat auditorium and, and put on my own show as it were. I mean, anybody there you could. go. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a great deal. That is a great, it deal. is fantastic. What, what, what is the, what is the greatest challenge you think you have in your position? What, what's the hardest thing to do? Predict I think the, the hardest thing to do yeah, it was just, is just, again, the, the, is the variety of things that we have and the amount of people I deal with. I, I literally deal with 30 to 50 people a day and that's not an exaggeration. You would think it would be, it sounds crazy, 
but I really do. And, and each one of those folks have their own interest and they're all valid. You know, they all, yeah. they all make sense in the points. They're all here for a reason to, to participate in the things that they like, but just dealing with that and, the, and having them all understand that what we have is what we have. Uh, we deal with a lot of aging amenities here and mm. th- that makes it a challenge because, you know, obviously everybody wants their thing to be better a little bit and nobody wants it to be better more than this guy right here. So uh, just kind of juggling those balls. This is what our budget is. This is the money we have. Uh, just kind of spreading it around to kind of hit all the areas that, you know, not leaving anybody out, I guess to say. Yeah. 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 And for people who are out of town and listening to this or out of state, out of country for all we know. Um, so what is the back porch or what is the porch and, and there, are these free concerts? What is this? Yeah, well, it's called the rock port, a rock porch series. It's mm-hmm. a, it's at Grove Park, and it's basically your outdoor city park, uh, little amphitheater venue setting. We uh, we bring out a food truck from one of the local restaurants. We tell everybody bring their their own coolers with their wine or beer. Uh, come out, bring your seat, and enjoy it. We usually have around anywhere between two hundred fifty to four hundred fifty people, depending on the uh, on the weather and the show that we have out there. Uh, we actually have one. Uh, at the end of April and May, then we take a little break during the hot summer months and kind of kick back up in the fall again. But it's a really great thing. If you want to see the music and if you, Hey, if you can't afford to pay for a concert at the Woodlands, then come on out. There's no excuse. I got music for you at Grove park, but all it does is cost you getting there. So five or six concerts a year, we Grove park. Yes, that is correct. And then, uh, actually we have the lifelong, uh, or, uh, the Arkansas what? Heritage Festival that we oh. do with Lifelong Learning Institute. And that that's going to be a day at Grove Park of music all day, like multiple bands and stuff. So plenty of opportunities for that venue. And, uh, and we do other things at that place, but that's kind of the highlight for me music wise anyway. Yeah. Well, do we still have the farmer's market there on Thursdays? It or is. Tuesdays? And it actually starts in May. Uh, it runs May through September, every Thursday from eight to noon. May so, through every Thursday every Thursday and heck that's right around the corner. So uh, man, it is. And I, I, I've seen many times I've seen 20 and 30 vendors there. There's people that sharpen knives There are people that sell yeah. soap. There's people that, you know, meat there's, you know, the Kara's is there, the yes. Kara's butcher shop outside. <laughs> I mean, give me a, I'm going through some of them. Give me a list huh. of some of the people you see. Well, heck you could walk, <laughs> you could walk through there and get the food you need to cook lunch, get a hat to wear on your way home and, Bring some ar- yard art underneath your arm to put in your front yard. And have sharper, is- sharper scissors by the time you go home. <laughs> you have sharper scissors. Yeah. Uh, it, everything is Arkansas grown and Arkansas made. That's kind of the requirement that we have to be involved really? in it. So it's all local. It's all fresh. It, it's really a cool thing. Um, I know that right now I think we have 17 vendors coming in for the first week. Yeah. And usually that picks up. You know, a lot of the farmers are kind of slow with their crops. At yeah. the very first of the opening. So, well, I had a, I bought a, a blueberry plant there one time. I bought mm-hmm. some burritos or some ta- burritos from Caro's, <laughs> which are t- tamales, which yeah. are fantastic. There's a place just outside Highway 5 on the east, east end that has uh, a little, it's a little country butcher and it's really great food. Right. right. Uh, but I mean, the variety of stuff at these places is just awesome. It really is. It, is. it really is. So, what's the part of your job you like the most? I think, and I hate to repeat myself, but it's, it's just a variety, honestly. Yeah. It is, it's getting to me. I've met so many great people here. 
and and there's the variety. It, it really is cool to. I never thought I'd be negotiating band contracts in my wildest dreams, but I actually I get to go to a conference and see have the opportunity to see 600 bands to pick the bands that we bring here. You know, wow. so it's it's really it's really cool to have a concert here, and uh, the anticipation you have to go, man, they better like it. You, you think for two months how much you know they'll like it, and then you get a week away, and then you're going like, oh, I hope they like it. And then show night, you're like, you're sweating. It's like I'm a quarterback for the Cowboys. I'm nervous. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh, and I know who we've had before. I mean, let me go through. I remember we had BJ Thomas, and I thought that yeah. was one of the greatest concerts. That was emotionally touching and moving. I'd always wanted to see BJ Thomas. Well, right. people of a certain age know who BJ Thomas is and who passed away this last year, unfortunately. Uh, but so many opportunities. I'd always wanted to see BJ Thomas. If it hadn't come to the village, I'd never seen him. Right. Uh, we had Kathy Matea not too many years ago, a uh, pro- prominent country star. We've had, um, anyway, you name it. We've had people from a little Prairie league. We've had people from all over, but a lot of times we'll have a tribute band. So what do we have coming up on that whole span this, this, this summer? Well, this summer on our POA series uh, that we run, we basically run a summer series. Uh, we're kicking it off uh, with an Elvis tribute band. A guy named is Victor Trevino out of Fort Worth, Texas, actually. And he travels all over the world. It's hard to, it's hard to pin him down because he'll be doing a show in Norway Switzerland, I mean, you just, you name it, he's, he's been there doing his show. It's outstanding. Everybody's going to have a great time. Uh, we have an electric light orchestra show with the POA really? coming up in, uh, I believe, let me look at my calendar here. In June, on, on June the 16th, we have our ELL show. Uh, we also have a Hall and Oates tribute show. And uh, we have a Trop Rock show with Bill White and Brent Burns. That's going to be great. So, uh, it's kind of a mix. I, I, I like to always try to mix somebody original in yeah. with the tribute shows. The tribute shows obviously do a whole lot better as far as filling the seats. That being said, you know, we had Marty Haggard here. Uh, I guess it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we were COVID's there. made time fly. And that was the best show I've seen here. Uh, I mean, it, it's just incredible, you know? So um, what I'm going to try to do even moving forward is, you know, have my tribute bands, but mix in an original, you know, mix it in and see how it goes and see what yeah. kind of, uh, maybe get risky and play a high price point and charge $50 for a ticket and see if that flies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess until well, we do it, no one knows, right? We're not going to know till we find out. There but you go. To, to hear to hear Marty Stewart talking about his his dad Merle or, or, or Marty Stewart Marty Haggard talking about his dad yes. Merle Haggard, and all the stories he told were priceless. Were pretty priceless. good, wasn't it? Well, I mean, for one of the songs, if we make it through September, if we yes. make it through December, sorry. And he yeah. would tell the background of that, that they were living out in the desert and his dad didn't know if they were going to make this. And I mean, he put so many bones on those stories. It was just impossible to not be drawn in. Right. Uh, who was the guy from uh, John? What's his name from little uh, from the Pure Prairie League? Oh, goodness. They did Amy. They did Amy. What you want to do? Oh my gosh! And now you got me all stressed because I know that. Why did you have to ask me here? John, John, John. <laughs> I'm blank. Anyway, we've had some great names uh, that come and go. And mm-hmm. and tell me, just drop a hint. And I had I had mentioned Rick Springfield. Who would you bring? Who could we bring for a fifty dollar ticket? Who would we drag in the door? I mean, that's that's a good question. The first thing that I would do that I have to consider 
is I guess in the business, they call it routing. You have to see who's uh, my best opportunity is kind of see who's touring in this area yeah. and who might be driving down uh, interstate 30, you know, from, from a big show in Dallas to a big show in little rock. And maybe I can intercept them on the way, on the way here. Uh, so before you can kind of get those kind of bigger names in your head of who you're going to get, you kind of have to check the situation of, of their tour schedules. You, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I heard um, you say Sammy Hagar. I think that's a great idea. That is <laughs> fabulous. Go. I love that idea. I'll get the Sammy Hagar, David Lee Roth reunion tour where they're Ooh. like the, the alternating the battle of uh, Van Halen. Sam and Dave, Sam and Dave, <laughs> Sam Van and Halen, Dave. Van Halen or Van Hagar. Which was it? Huh? Who knows? I'm right? going Van Halen. I don't know about you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. know if we can still have it. If we're going to have, if you're going to go Hagar, we, we can be done here. I got okay. stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what, uh, we're going to have to pause just for a minute. I wanted Randy to go through the lightning round with you. So hang on. Okay. Sounds good. I got to make that noise and uh, he'll be back in just a sec, but right. um, I was going to wrap up to the lightning round. Do you have anything else you want to mention or? Uh, I do want to mention, we have a get in the game program that just started that our rec committee is doing. Okay. It's basically me- a six month thing yep. to do as many recreation events oh, really? as possible. Okay. I like that. Hang on. Let me go back and do the noise. Randy, this is for you. So what else is coming up next soon? Uh, actually, we just started what we call the get in the game program. It's a new, uh, it's a new thing that our recreation committee came up. Uh, long story short, it's a six month, uh, it's a six month event where you get a team of four to six people and you do as many, uh, you log on. Actually, they have a website. It's called hsbgetinthegame.com. And then again, it's hsbgetinthegame.com. And you kind of log on that, and they have a whole list of challenges. It, and, and the challenges are everywhere from difficult to simple. Um, walk a mile down the nature trail to see a show at the woodlands. But whatever kind of things that you do, you submit in, take your picture to prove you did it, and you get a certain amount of points. And at the end of the six months, we kind of add all the points up and, and see who wins the recreation challenge. But I think it's a great way to get people interested and maybe do some things that they may or may not have done. Uh, you know, if they see that they're in third place and they need to play, uh, you know, around the doubles tennis to move into second, maybe they don't even have a racket, but dadgummit, they're going to be at the tennis center. And next thing you know, we have an, a tennis membership signed up. There so is it's just a way to see people, you know, get people exposed to stuff. Yeah. There is a little bit of competition in the village. Just, just a tiny bit of competition. Yeah, I, I, I can see that now. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never played tennis before in my life, but by golly, I'm not going to let Joe beat me out of this. Right. <laughs> there you go. Well, what about the trails? Let's talk more about the trails just for a minute. And I know okay. that's a big part that we're coming up on 38 miles of trails. Is that right? Yeah, we're, we're about 32 miles of trails, depending on, on who you talk to. It's anywhere between 30 plus to 32 plus. So I'm going to, I always make 32, 32 miles. My answer. Um, I guess I need to go out and walk it and find out with a little, a little counter pedometer. Uh, yeah. But there, our, our team does a really good job of keeping up with them. And actually this year we've kind of started, we got our capital project approved where we're going to start trying to repair three or four miles a year. Really? Uh, and we're going to start over at uh, the DeSoto trail where that's kind of beaten up a little bit uh, with where it originally got laid asphalt. And that's kind of deteriorated a little bit. We're going to yank all that stuff out 
and then kind of just make that trail all the way kind of consistent to where it is everywhere else yeah. uh, just to kind of get rid of the trip hazards. And if we find a good stretch of asphalt that that's just nice, you know, we'll leave yeah. it. But we're, we want to really do a recurring project of really getting those trails up to date. And we're also, our trails committee is going to, uh, is fixing to make contact with our woodworkers group and start working on some of the, the, the old park benches that we have on along the trails that are kind of seeing seeing their better day. We're going to start renovating those and, and replacing all that, get rid of all the, all the wood and go with the recycled plastic where it won't deteriorate and kind of get that really just trying to spruce the trails up. Cause they're really a highlight of the village. Yeah. And that stuff lasts forever. So it's, I mean, it's an investment we just need to stay with and, right. and for what it's worth those, I think the trails, uh, over on Balboa as best uh, Balboa DeSoto as best I recall. I think some of that was paved like 30 years ago. I mean, it's exactly, wow. exactly. Now, ideally a- it'd be really awesome to say we could have one trail area that's paved, but just on the cost of it, it's, it, it'd be, it'd be a little unreasonable, I think. Yeah. So are you going to put back up, put back pea gravel type thing or what? Yeah, the same. And I don't want to misspeak because again, I see so much stuff, but the surface that we use on the rest of the trails is what, uh, Norman is my yeah. uh, grounds manager. That's what he uses with his team. And it's going to be consistent with that. There's a little bit of maintenance to that, but it, it, it doesn't have the trip hazards. It doesn't have a lot. Exactly. Of exactly. Yeah. And then one trail we'll have that's really, I, I don't know, different, I guess would be our nature trail. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. kind of starts over there by DeSoto Park. Let's go back to the DeSoto walking trail just for a minute. And because some people call it the DeSoto fitness trail. And, and I understand yeah, I I'm on, I'm on Lake DeSoto right here. You're on Lake DeSoto right. too, eventually, yes. but just down from the Marina, we have a unit in the, um, uh, Castellon subdivision, which is a townhouse court. Yes. Well, the townhouse association has built a gorgeous bridge. Was it them or was it, what was it? What y'all it, was it, it? It, it did. We did it in conjunction with them. We worked with them to get the plans and then they, they raised the money mm-hmm. to build it. And, and basically, uh, so if anybody in that townhouse court wants right. to walk across the cove without getting their feet muddy and they go across that bridge right. and come down, you're right there by the Waypoint Marina, which is the one with the gas and food and all the yes. things there. Tell us about the Waypoint Marina just for a sec. Man, that is one of my favorite places. We, we took that over back in Parks and Recreation a couple of years ago. Uh, we have everything from boat rentals. Uh, we have two pontoon boats now that we we put out for rent. Uh, we have a ton of kayaks and stand up paddle boards. We have the pedal bo- uh, boats for the kids, so it's a really fun recreation area there. We built a fishing pier over there last year. Um, we rent, I believe, I don't want to misspeak, but I think we have like twenty rental docks out there for boats, so for the people who live on the lake who don't have their own docks, and then. Uh, we have the Waypoint Restaurant, which is uh, it's kind of a cool. It's seen a lot of different faces over the years. It seems like it's a little bit different every year. But so far this year, this month we've opened, it's been really successful. We're just doing the burgers and the dogs and, and kind of things like that. Uh, uh, we don't pretend to be uh, food and beverage experts in parks and recreation. So, but we all know how to cook a burger and a dog, you know. <laughs> so we actually have Joey's doing our brats for us. He cook, oh. He smokes them and brings them to us. So. We have a lot of really good stuff over there. And, uh, heck, we're going to have actually tonight, for example, we're going to have a weekly uh, a bike night. Oh, is tonight uh, bike night? I, I helped tonight put that is bike together. Night. Yeah. 
Well, it started hope- out. It's supposed to be Wednesdays, but it, keep, it won't quit raining on Wednesdays. So <laughs> it's turning in. The last two are going to be a Thursday. So if you, if you went to the, tonight, I know that. I know this isn't live, but, but Dennis, if you want to head over there, it's, it's happening. I may do. And I have to tell you, I got a phone call from a guy or an email from a guy who was watching the show and I'm trying to, is it Mike or John? I apologize. I've lost his name right now, but he said his long-term, maybe someday way in the future goal for his bike night was he could start something small and he could move it up to the waypoint Marina. And I was like, why don't I just call ginger? I think should do this for you. And, Boom. It happened. Boom. And, and it's been great. And Ginger and our outdoor recreation manager, she's amazing. She does a great job. We got lucky to get her actually from Garvin Garden. She was their event manager. So we really got a good group of people that, that work here in our department. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to do a lot of things. Like we're going to have bands there maybe once or twice a week, do the bike night, try to really, you know, the pickleball club loves going over there to hang out. So yeah. we're trying to just drive business there. And it's really a cool place to hang out. Well, for those that are outside, I'm trying to paint the picture. If if I'm staying at, in, in any of the Kalana subdivision homes, I walk across this big, beautiful bridge that goes over the cove because up in the cove, the water gets muddy. Right. And then we go over to the waypoint. The waypoint has a really great parking spot there where they're going to have all the biking. They've got beer. They've got brats. They've got you name it. Right. But there's a walking trail that goes right beside the lake all the way back up. Look, I'm, I'm making it do that. Yeah, now I got, it, goes, I hear <laughs> it goes all the way back up beside the lake and it comes out past the like Lagos town shares that Cooper yes. owns and comes right up to the low, the road Carmona. No, 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 no. Um, uh, the one that goes across the lake. I'm sorry. Uh, right there by the fire station. Colella, 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 that's it. You walk a small part across the, the bridge there, but across the water, across the lake, into the lake at Kalela, you turn and go back on the hiking trail. And what is it? Another six or seven miles. Yeah. You can either go left or right. If you go yeah. right, you're going over there towards, uh, I think it's the Barcelona area. Mm-hmm. If you go left, you go down there towards where the pickleball courts are. So yeah. we have that one main trail that, that, that shoots through all the way from past where the woodlands is that goes all the way down past admin and it's, it's all the way down to, to Grove park or Grove park all the way down to waypoint beach. So it, if you, if you can get on a trail system, you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Yeah. Who knew that that, I mean, I know that's a big appeal. The lakes are big. The golf is big. The tennis is big and the pickleball is big, but you know, you don't have to have anybody else with you. You don't have to have a net. You don't have to have a, a badminton. You don't have to have a, 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 a racket. You can just go right. for a walk. Hey, people are passionate about our trails. That's that's another thing that that, that originally surprised me. Uh, you know, they're really cool and they're awesome, but people are passionate about it, and that's a really good thing. Wow, how great! Yeah. Hey, give it up. So, Terry, <laughs> I, I hear tell we have an indoor pool and some other nice amenities somewhere. Well, what do we do with that? We do over there at the Coronado Center and the Coronado Fitness Center area. Uh, it's a pretty, it's a, it's actually an awesome complex. Not only do we have the fitness center, we have a tennis center and the community center. Um, at the fitness center, we have an indoor pool. Uh, we have a, a full gym that that's pretty much meets uh, the same standards as if you go to a big city and go to 24 hour fitness. And we have everything from uh, the hot tub to the, to the lap lanes, to an indoor track inside. And we have a lot of people using the facility. What's really great is, we average about close to 2,000 visits a week at the center. Wow. And we have a great program. 
basically insurance, if, if, if anyone who has insurance, if you look at your plan carefully, a lot of those plans you qualify for basically a free membership. For the silver sneakers here, or something? Silver sneakers, silver and fit. They're, they're, I think there's three or four of them. But basically, you just come in here, take a tour, see if it hits your membership, and, and you don't have to pay. You just get to come on in. So like, some of us I, are getting old enough that we qualify <laughs> for that, Dennis. Some of us next month are going to be old enough for that, if I'm not mistaken, Brother Cantrell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let, let me, you know, and, and, and this is the typical problem, and, and I'm, not, I'm not complaining, but this is the typical problem. Mm-hmm. So, Terry, it's a nice place, right? Yes. And, right. it, and it, and it, it's, it's got a great indoor pool, heated indoor pool. It's got, I mean, it's got everything you really could need. You know, right. I love, I, I give myself a spa day there on a Saturday. It's a cold, dreary day. I take a book. I go to the hot tub, enormous hot tub, 50 person, yep. 20 person, hot tub, <laughs> steam room, sauna room, the whole nine yards, put in my earbuds, sit and read a book for a minute and just get a lot of humidity and warmth. And it feels very. Oh, by the way, did I mention it's surrounded on, on two sides by the lake? Did I mention yeah, that? Yeah. Did you, you pretty nice views? Yeah, you sit out on the back view and you're you're looking all <laughs> the way down Lake Coronado, about four hundred acres worth of lake that way. And over here is the helipad, and over right behind that's the walking trail, and yeah. right behind that's the library, and over beside that's the Coronado Center. Yeah, we don't paint a very good picture some days. We we don't do a good job. I mean, literally, you can walk laps around the gymnasium. And stare at the lake as you walk past it. Randy, I've sent you pictures, but have you been there? No, no, you haven't yet. <laughs> well, I've walked that I've walked that fitness trail a bunch. That's nice. Yep. A it bunch. Really is. But you go over there and you relax. See, I, I I would rather work out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause yeah, because I'm the sit around and do nothing kind of guy. Like uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> if you want the best view of the lake, go over to that library. It'll blow you away. Really? The I library's don't... got it going on. I walk to the front of the library because I do some training classes there with LLI, with the Lifelong Learning Institute. Randy's breaking right. me of this, this, this three-letter acronym thing. But <laughs> I've been in the front of the, the, the library, but I've never thought about going back to the back. And there's a stunning view from the back, too, right? There's no doubt. The best one, the best one on the lake. Wow. Well, I think, Randy, what? Lightning oh, round. It's time for the lightning round. All right. <laughs> All right. These are quick and painless, Terry. Hiking, hiking, hunting, fishing, or golfing? Golfing. <laughs> you, noticed I, you noticed I edited that question. I, you, he never, he's never <laughs> asked anybody. Ever. No, I've never, I've never, I haven't asked golf. You're the first person I've asked golfing. Okay, hamburgers. I literally have never been hunting. Ha- well, I've never been hunting. I've been a handful of times, but that's it. The only guy from Fort Worth that's never been hunting, I think. What are you a vegan or something? <laughs> no, in the I doubt words it. of Joe, in the words hey, of Joe, no, man. Well, it doesn't they mean got, we got, got plenty, hunt it. plenty of meat at Brookshire's. I'm I'm going there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of food, hamburger t- hamburgers, tacos, or pizza? A hamburger. From oh my gosh. Here? Sonic here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, argue with no that. Choice. I can't argue with it. Well, because you don't have Whataburger over there, so there's no, that. Heck, yeah. there, there's a real answer. Or yeah. I could just say the backyard grill. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Be better, yeah. Beaches or woods? What's that? Beaches or woods? Beaches, no doubt. Texting or talking? Talking. I'm too Fav- old to text. <laughs> no, you're not. Favorite day, <laughs> no, of, the, favorite day of the week. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? 
visiting Chicago. Visiting. <laughs> he made yeah. that clarifier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have a nickname? I know you want it to be Dirk, but do uh, you have one? I'm sticking with Dirk. That's it. <laughs> hoping that hoping that sticks. <laughs> He's taking it. Current favorite the 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 and by current I mean to you, somebody that you're listening to right now, favorite band or musician. Uh Wilco, Jeff Tweedy, and Wilco. Oh. He's a man after my, he's a man after my heart. There you go. About, are you a fan of Dawes? Dawes? Yeah, well, are you a I'm, I'm going to look him up. Yeah. D-A-W-E-S. D-A-W-E-S. All right. Yep. You, you, you will like him. All right. Okay. You've got an hour to do nothing. What are you going to do? I'm going to finish watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> Have you not finished it? <laughs> Actually, you, I meant Better Call Saul. I, I, I've seen Breaking Bad three or four times. I haven't finished my uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. Well, me well you, you know, by the way, you know that there's going to be part. There's season six A and season six B, and they're going to be about twelve months apart. You know that, right? Uh, well, I heard that uh, Walt and Jesse are going to make an appearance in it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got that to look forward to. Favorite <laughs> holiday? Uh, Christmas. And I think you answered this, but I first job. First but job. You didn't, uh, well, you didn't answer your very prison. Yeah. Yeah. But your first very real job. Very. Yeah. But you're as a kid, your first job. Uh, I was the best grocery bagger in River Oaks, Fort Worth, Texas. <sighs> there you go. All claim. <laughs> my you friend, tall claim. Back, <laughs> back, back, back when kids could have that job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you play a musical instrument? I play the guitar very poorly. How long have you played? Way too long to be as poor at it as I am. <laughs> Actually, I've, I've got a few of them. They just look good. Decoration hanging on the wall is about is where I'm at right now. And would it be correct to assume that you have both electric and acoustic? That is that is a safe assumption. <laughs> and he's poor on both of them, right? <laughs> very. Mm. But I can throw some C, D, and G. On you in a hurry, but yeah. Other than that, hey, three chords in the truth, you know. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Describe your favorite meal. Oh my gosh, anything with a lot of carbs, mac cheese, mashed potatoes, and a hamburger. (laughs) Carbo loading. There you go. (laughs) Very first concert you ever went to. Oh my gosh, I that's a hard one because I've been to so many. I'm going to say the toadies probably it's yeah. a Fort Worth band. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dennis and I are aging ourselves when we answer that <laughs> question. So it would not be the toadies, by the way, no, it might no. be somebody like bread or three dog night or somebody. Well, okay. anyway, listen to this. I guarantee is going, who the hell is a toadies? Yeah. Well, I, I have somebody to hide behind. See my first, and I don't know if I ever mentioned this, Randy, my first real concert, was uh billy joel and luckily he's still alive and kicking somewhat so you can't know if that was in 1970s or the 80s or the 2000s or see yeah, yeah. we snuck we snuck we snuck into an alice cop alice cooper concert i was 14 <laughs> because we heard that he bit the head off a chicken and we were there like well we we gotta see that <laughs> i mean come on what junior, high kid, what junior high kid doesn't need to see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, funniest movie. Uh, 
What's the Ricky Bobby? <laughs> Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. That, that'll work. Anytime. There you go. Favorite sports team? Um, Dallas Mavericks, Texas Rangers, or Dallas Cowboys? All right. The Dallas Mavs. Do they have a chance without, without Luca? I'm, I'm stressed about it, but after watching the last game, I feel better. Yeah. Brunson threw down 41 points. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Cake or pie? Cake. <laughs> what kind? Chocolate. How many hours of sleep do you get? Not enough. Six to eight. <laughs> What's your favorite article of clothing? Pearl snap shirts. Pearl snap Western shirts. There you go. Okay. <laughs> do you have a favorite quote? And if so, what is it? I mean, I heard it the other day. Is expect what you inspect. It's kind of what I'm trying to do at my job right now. Actually, I heard it from Kelly and uh, just kind of running with it. I love it. Honestly, dude. Not just because Kelly's the one who told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's wisdom. It's wisdom. Yeah. I'm glad to meet you. I'm glad I'm glad you came on the show. Oh, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Thanks a bunch. Well, Terry, we're going to have to have you back. I actually, I wanted to give a show here where we just kind of got a background of what you do, and we'd like to make you a reoccurring character, if you don't mind, because, I mean, we've got a summer concert series coming up. Huh? We've always got a busy fall. Uh, I, hopefully we can, and, and those events are dated, and it was hard to record that today. But right. let's let's get back together soon, and let's kind of go through the schedule for the next few months and just kind of highlight everything for everybody. Is that okay? Sounds like a great plan. I'm, I look forward to it. Well, thanks for being with us today on Hot Springs Village Inside Out. For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis. He's Randy. He's Terry. We're out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.